I like a chili dog. You know, <laughs> just that like it's a nice safe option. I like it. That like that weird like Hormel chili that you just put on the stuff. Oh, oh that shit's gross. It's pretty bad, but I mean, <laughs> I eat it. <laughs> The 104th episode of the Casa Inns Creation. I know Chris Deering is going to be big. Deathcore Mathcore, Jason Community. You beautiful people in chat. Have any questions or comments? Drop them in. I'll read them aloud. Sub for five bucks. You get access to exclusive email. Access to the YouTube. You can also sub for free by attaching Amazon account. Taking five bucks from Jeff Bezos's pocket and putting it into mine. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube or listening to us in your car and have no idea what I'm talking about, the show is first recorded live on Twitch. Join us every Sunday and Wednesday at twitch.tv slash for the live cast. Uh, with that out of the way, let me introduce our guest today who dropped their debut EP, CTRL, earlier this month. Welcome in Past Forms. How's it going? Hey. Thanks well, for having us. Thanks. Absolutely. Thank you guys for coming in. Uh, so is it pronounced, are you calling it CTRL or Control? I've been calling it control. What about you? I call it control. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, um, so, uh, why go with the name past form? Uh, it seems like it, I don't know. It seems like it's a bad thing to be concentrated on the past. But here y'all are with a band name that is concentrated on past forms. Am I reading too yeah, much into it? I thought about the name. Um, Cause I don't, I'm not, I don't like nostalgia either, but, um, like, I, I guess it's like the, the name is kind of like a, a tip of our hat to like all of our past projects mainly. Okay. Y'all been involved in music for a long time then? Yep. yep. In different forms or another. Okay. That's legit. I think originally too, when we were talking about the name, I remember you saying it's like, cause we all came from kind of very different musical backgrounds yeah. uh, that has Part of it too like i came up in crappy punk rock and colin was in the jazz band and gabe's just good at everything yeah. <laughs> so yeah uh we got brandon dowdy in the chat who's uh from serling and 30 seconds ago uh he's saying you already know this but the new ep is so damn good that is correct this is really good we're gonna definitely dive into that um First, though, uh, you guys are a new band. Haven't been active on social media for a while, but uh, like just recently got on social media. But I found out from your band camp that this was done over the course of five years. So I guess y'all have been around a lot longer. So uh, when did the band actually start? I guess officially, like, would it be me and you? Just like 2016? Sounds about right. We'll roll with 2016, sure. Why did it take so long to get it done? (laughs) <laughs> being picky i guess that's the nature of full-time job core yeah full-time job core every member um, in this band works <laughs> an extreme amount um yeah we're just <laughs> other projects 30s core <laughs> well like still though this has been like five years like you think you'd have an album out like in the amount of time you took there's a lot of redos and revisions to a lot of these songs too like one of them we've had since man forever years and years but we rewrote it and added stuff to it took away things i mean each one of these songs was rehashed (laughs) so many times until we got it to a point where we were really happy with it so um yeah it's just being meticulous being busy with you know 
having to make money and be an adult and uh, yeah, a combination of things, really. I did just realize I forgot to uh, introduce yourself. So tell us who you are, what you do in the band. Sorry about that. <laughs> I'm Colin. I play bass. I'm Rob. I play guitar and do vocals, and so is Colin. Okay, okay, cool, cool. Now we got that out of the way. Um, you stay on your band camp that this is uh, reborn and finally constructed in uh, winter. So did y'all like break up or something? Is that what that means? Or did it, were y'all just like putting this on hold for a while? No, it's not for like taking our sweet time with it, to be honest. Uh, I mean, yeah. and like there were like other like small projects in between that and stuff that happened and there's a few extended <laughs> breaks here and there. I mean, yeah. COVID, like COVID, we, when we finally got like our shit together, like COVID happened. Yeah. So we had to like take a break for like a whole nother year. Yeah. It's, um, we had a studio date originally for April of 2020. We were supposed to go in and record all this. And then COVID pumped the brakes on that. So as soon as we got everything together, it was like, oh, okay. Well, yeah. Time to wait again. <laughs> So when did y'all go in and I guess in the winter? Yeah. So December of 2020, we finally get, were able to get into the studio and we knocked everything out and we actually had a track that wasn't going to be on it originally. So that was cool. We got to add an additional track. So that was nice. Um, and we actually had another track that we just decided not to do. So it, it was good as you know, in the long run, it was a good thing. Yeah. Well, uh, so you got it done in winter last year, but we're approaching winter of this year. So why did it take so long to get the sucker out? Vinyl. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I see. Yeah. That. Yeah. So we decided like, if we're going to do this, like let's, let's actually do it. We decided to like do our own like label for it and everything. Like we didn't really want to go through the whole searching for a label process. I mean, I'm not a big fan of that side of things, DIY or die or whatever. And then, so yeah, we uh, we ordered the vinyl in oh man February or something like that. February of twenty twenty one, and then we got them in May, I think May or June, and then yeah, then it was just like, all right, how are we going to distribute this and figuring was everything like, out like that? Stuff was still closed down at that point too. Yeah, for the most part, shows weren't really happening, and we were just kind of like okay with waiting to release it until you know there was maybe the possibility of of touring while it was fresh or something that's actually a really fast turnaround though uh made or february to may like i know bands have yeah. been waiting for like, I, I, hell yeah, on my last one i waited like six or eight months something like that so. yeah we got lucky we just we got in there right before things exploded like right now it's like a two-year wait it's it's ridiculous oh, yeah. like i've got friends and bands who are like oh yeah we can't release this for two years because you know vinyl productions so far out so uh so i would say your music is somewhere between like math core and post hardcore you got some screamo thrown in some like <laughs> dancey bits you got math rock stuff and tons and tons of the tappy so uh i kind of want to call you guys post math core i think that's what i'm going to call you guys uh oh, is, is that about how y'all like see your music as well or am i on the in the wrong direction I, I'm cool. Yeah. With, I like I like when people apply their own names to it. Sure, like <laughs> our approach was kind of throw the kitchen sink in it because we we're fans of so many different types of music, yeah. like electronic music. I mean, there's stuff in there that was definitely influenced by like electronic music and like 
yeah, like everything. Oh yeah, <laughs> there wasn't. There's no limits. <laughs> that's awesome. That, that's how. That's how you should be making. Um, what are your big influences going into this? Going into this, um, I'd say definitely for Colin and I, we're super big into like electronic music. Um, like the UK, like acid and jungle scenes. I don't know. We're really big on that. Um, kind of emulating some of those sounds. Definitely. Like we, we love synth pedals and weird pedals gear, you know, gear like that, that creates just gnarly electronic harsh sounds. So that definitely played a big part in it. And, um, I don't know, jazzier stuff too. Colin's really good at, you know, like, He's a great saxophonist and stuff. We all like really? a band called Ladio Beloco. That was kind of a big one for us. Yeah, definitely. Um, so when are y'all going to bring in the sax in the past forms? I wanted to. Colin was a hard no, though. <laughs> what? Why? It'd be awesome. It, Come on. I don't know. It could still happen. Maybe next time. We'll see. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Influences. Um, the Last Daughters album was a pretty big influence, I think. Um, there's a band from Baltimore called Baklava. Oh, Baklava. Like, Hard shout out to Baklava. Yeah. Dude, I love they Baklava just... too. It's a really good dessert. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, that, that band is like, they've been around for years now and I feel like they're doing the coolest stuff and like hard shout out to them. Like they're awesome. They like more people need to listen to them. They're incredible. I do need. Yeah. Uh, so. Okay, yeah. So, how does the writing process work, guys? Is one person primarily directing it, or do y'all just like see what sticks to the wall? A little bit of everything. All of that. Um, Colin and I will kind of independently come up with things, and then yeah. sometimes it's like one song will be more directed by one of us than the other um but yeah no it's it's pretty very collaborative and then gabe kind of mm -hmm. oversees everything and be like yeah that works this doesn't work that kind of thing so it's very collaborative we might come up with like a riff and rob and i will like find something that matches between us and then like we'll add gabe and then he might completely like inform like a different way of us playing it yeah um so y'all are bringing together like the riffs and the music and stuff, but he's like more putting it together in like a structured way. Yeah, so definitely. Way yeah. He's definitely he, the counting guy. He gives band. us the structure for sure. The yeah. shit we bring to him, <laughs> I feel bad for him sometimes. He's like, <laughs> he's like, what? What even um, is this? This isn't that's even in a time signature. Just here, here, play it like this. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he's he's kind of like. He, uh, we give him credit for bringing us back down to earth and making it good sounding. I mean, he thinks like so meticulously through some of just the ridiculous nonsense we bring. <laughs> it's true. Well, I mean, it pays off. I think that your, the thing that your EP is amazing, honestly. Like, uh, this would be like one of my top ones. There's just one thing that is making it not like perfect for me, and that's the vocals. You can barely understand them part of half the time. There were times I had to like go back and re-listen a couple times, and I was picking out vocals I didn't pick out the first couple times. So why are they so low in the mix? And like y'all don't have lyrics posted or anything. Kind of feels like y'all don't care about the vocals. It's not that we don't care. We 
this was on me. This was kind of like, I always wanted there to be vocals. Like it's, this band is definitely more um, supposed to be like thought of almost as like an instrumental project or an instrumental I thought it was band. instrumental at first until I went yeah, through. That's yeah. That's why like a majority of it pretty much, you know, well, not a majority, maybe 50% of it is. And like, I wanted that though. I like that. I wanted the vocals, especially with like the content of what it's about. I wanted it to be super ambiguous. Like you could tell, like there's vocals there, but I, I wanted people to like uh, almost apply their own, like, what is it? I don't know. Is it this? I want them to apply their own, you know, thoughts and make their own lyrics almost if they wanted to. Um, so why not just make it instrumental then? Yeah, I like doing vocals. It's fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. But yeah, I think it was more just like an artistic choice and being like influenced by um, uh, a huge influence for us is Terra Mellows. Yeah. And yeah. The Untitled album. The, the, the vocals are there, but they're set so low in the mix. So I think that's similarly like what we were going for. Definitely. Okay. Well, uh, so you don't have them posted up, but you said that it's a concept record uh, revolving around uh, Joseph Konopka, who's also known as Dr. Chaos. Never heard of this guy before. Uh, so, can, like, what's the what's the basic story? It's um, like the, his story, or, or like what you have on the EP? Yeah, yeah, why he chose it? Like, what, what's what's going on in the? EP? Um, so he was a, like 20 years ago, 15, 20 years ago, he was in a, he got infamous from being in the news and stuff for all the stuff he was doing. He was, oh man, this is such a rabbit hole. Look him up. So a good, a good start for anyone after listening to this, definitely Wikipedia him. It's super interesting. Um, local news stations. He's from Chicago where we're from. Um, he was a hacker. Um, his, a big reason I connected with his stories is we're in the same line of work. He's a systems administrator. It's also what I do. He's just genuine, genuinely like dissatisfied with, you know, life or in one way or another. And he would act out. So he was, you know, he was, he was getting into systems and shutting down power grids. Um, and he, you know, he wasn't only just doing stuff online or, or, you know, through networks or things like that, but he's um, smuggling cyanide and, and uh, going through uh, CTA, which is like mass transit tunnels in Chicago and, you know, changing locks on stuff. He recruited a group of, of people that he, you know, um, named the realm of chaos. He called it cause he was Dr. Chaos. So he had all these little henchmen helping him and, he created this like entire like underground, not only underground online, but underground like literally uh, form of just kind of saying, you know, fuck you to society. Like, so I don't know. I always, I, instead of taking out my frustrations in that way, I take it out in music. And I thought it was a fun parallel to draw between the things he did and just like, you know, instead of being mad and doing that, I'll just make music about it. <laughs> Okay, so is there like an actual story then in the EP, or are you just more like highlighting specific events? It's kind of front to back his like his story, like where he started out, uh, why he did what he did, his ideals, that kind of thing. Okay. Um. So, uh, yeah, this was at Key Audio and Mix and Match by Nick Statina. Uh, yes. 
That's how you pronounce it, right? Satina? He's not yeah. going to be mad at me. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, so what was it like uh, getting this recorded and mixed and mastered? I assume since uh, y'all were recording this, you know, kind of during the pandemic, did y'all have to, like, go in the studio one at a time and do your parts, or how did that work? I'd say we were careful. Like, there were definitely all, like, the precautions in place. And they had, like, UV lights there to, like, kill all the, the drones UV in lights. between sessions and Christ. stuff. We all wore masks. That's, like, the next um, level is UV lights. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, working with Nick, he's, he's just a wizard behind the, the console there. And, uh, yeah, I knew, I know, I knew Nick from my high school days. He played in punk bands and I played in punk bands and over the years, like I, I always kept in contact with them. We were always into similar, you know, music and stuff like that. And I always wanted to record an album with him. And then this came along and I was like, all right, now's the time. Let's do it. So um just supporting a friend because he's really good at what he does and just wanting to hang out with him in a studio and just, oh, yeah. you know work his magic i think uh he did a really freaking good job like this sounds super really really good um he's the best of the best <laughs> is he uh more just letting y'all do your own thing or is he one of those more hands-on kind of guys that uh like uh you know help you improve like your sound and stuff he was uh, most of this was like I mean, we laid it down live. The bass and the drums, especially, are pretty much like, completely live. Yeah, we spliced in a couple things for drums and bass, but I mean, a majority of this is live. I did overdubs for guitar, um, just because I wanted stereo and I wanted everything to sound awesome. But Nick definitely like brought out like the best parts of our our sound. Definitely. Oh sure. yeah, man. Um, he was easy to work with. He definitely like just amplified like our vision. Pretty much, yeah. And he was like, like he didn't like tell us to change yeah. things or like you know say like do this differently. He was very just like, come in, do your thing, you know, we'll make it sound good. And he was very sympathetic with you know the vision we had and just wanting to make that uh, come to life. Oh yeah, he did a good job. Uh, so, uh... um, so you have artwork done by Eddie Navarro. Pretty sure, like I've heard this name before, but I I cannot place it. I found like an actor named named uh, Eddie Navarro. <laughs> I don't think it's him. Is he like somebody in the scene, or am I just crazy? He's our drummer's cousin. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I don't. No, no, no. Um, but anyway, so he did this artwork. Uh, it looks like something from like an early '90s video game. Uh, is that kind of like the feeling y'all were trying to go for? Yeah, definitely. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much spot on. Like those, like monochromatic like green apple computer screens that sort of thing that yeah vibe. yeah we just wanted like a cool like old ass technology vibe people have been like saying the funniest things i've got like one like yeah someone was like what is this sega genesis ass looking cover that killed me <laughs> i loved that and then and that's the dude's mugshot right yeah yeah that, that's that's his mugshot from when he was in prison that's that, joseph's that's mugshot, yeah yeah Joseph Knopka, that that's him. Like that's the guy, and he's all like, you know, eight bit there. So it's cool. I don't know. It's, it's cool. And another one of my friends is like, I thought you guys did it when I like first glanced at the album cover. I thought you guys did like a Terminator like <laughs> concept album or something. I, I was kind of thinking that too. Actually, it really reminded <laughs> me of that in the beginning. Uh, so is this like a theme that you're going to have going forward, like a technology kind of theme going around it, or do you feel like it's going to be a 
changing as well. I might switch it up. Yeah, um, we might switch it this up. Was de- this was definitely given a concept there towards the end and in kind of like some of our choices with like the artwork and the, the songs that we wrote um, towards the end there to add to the album. Um, but the concept could change for the next one. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, did y'all like give uh, the artist any kind of direction or anything like that aside from using dude's face or did you just let him do whatever? We kind of gave him free reign. We, we told him like we wanted it to be like technology adjacent and that was pretty much it. And like, yeah, kind of like maybe like, you know, old technology, make it, you know, kind of in the realm of that. And he had, he had a couple of album covers he suggested were like, Hey, like, this is really cool. I like this style. And we were like, yeah, that, that is really cool. So I think he's done other album covers too. Can't think of them all right now. Uh, so we got a random question here. We ask everybody, what do you put on your hot dogs? <laughs> uh, we're, we're from Chicago. That's easy. <laughs> oh, so that's like Drag everything the then, garden. right? Isn't that what a Chicago dog is? Basically? Yeah. Drag yeah. to the garden. I have a, my personal favorite though, sports peppers, which are little hot peppers, onions, and mustard, brown mustard if possible. That's, that's my top. Does sound good. Um, I, I I like a chili dog. You know, <laughs> just that like it's a nice safe option. I like it. That like that weird like Hormel chili that you just put on the stuff. Oh, oh that shit's gross. It's Dude. pretty bad, but I mean, <laughs> I eat it. <laughs> bad, but I eat it. I like it. It's a dare. <laughs> so, uh, what's next for you guys? Uh, y'all like trying to get together like shows and stuff like that? Yeah, that's the idea. We're really involved with looking for shows and stuff um we already had the release we weren't really able to do technically a proper album release show but things are so booked up right now with bands backlogged from all of covid not being able to play finding a show right now is like impossible and then there's the part to it where too it's like yeah we all work full-time gabe's getting married like we're busy as hell you know it's just it's finding the time to do it and then finding a place to do it so yeah. Uh, any plans for like a fully? Yes, eventually. Yes. That is definitely something we want to do. That'll probably, if I had to guess, be our next adventure. So, um, you think yeah, like next maybe, year or something like that? Or I would. I that'd be awesome if it was next year. We'd really have to hustle. Um, so it's going to be yeah. another five years. Then is what you're telling me? <laughs> no, no, no. We. I think we're all so sick of that process. Like start to back, just for an EP, it took like every little step of the way is a struggle. We're done with that. We want to move a little quicker. Uh, so you guys got vinyl available at past dash formsbandcampcom Uh, I assume it's like a set, right? I haven't actually seen. No, it's a full twelve inch. Oh, nice. Oh, you brought one. Yeah, so yeah, it's a full twelve inch. It's really, that's cool. It was pressed right here in Chicago. It smashed plastic pressing. So, yeah, full is it 12 inch, 45 black RPM. Or do you have color? It's just black, but it is 45 RPM. Yeah, and that's something that we, we, we made, <laughs> we made a, an upo on because uh, um, a few people who have listened to this, um, they listened to it just on 33. So it's like slow. 
So they like listened to the whole thing like at the wrong speed. And then they're like, is this like a it's like a doom metal album? <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah. Yeah, so and then I, I know this is completely unrelated, but it made me laugh yesterday. Somehow the Spotify algorithm put us in Doom and Stoner Rock, and I was cracking up. Like, really? Like I just imagined some guy like sitting there ripping a bong, listening to sleep, and then our shit comes on, <laughs> and like dropping the bong and just shatters. I don't know. It's a mental image it gave me, but it made me laugh pretty hard. <laughs> Uh, Codename Wolf in the chat says the EP is super dope as Fall of Troy vibes. Definitely dig it. There's a oh, lot of tapping you, going on. I that it has to be a big uh, a big influence. Oh yeah, I mean that was when I was coming up like high school. Fall of Troy was huge for me. Like that was like probably my favorite band. That was a good one. Um, yeah, they those guys are awesome. I've had you know, I've met them a couple times. They're really nice dudes. They're fun. They're just fun to goof around and hang out with. They're super down to earth. Um, Andrew listened to our EP. That was really cool. Like he said, cool shit. And I like, for me, that's a huge deal. I was like, whoa, thanks man. Like that was really cool. That's sick. That is name dropping over here. I like it. <laughs> uh, in addition to the vinyl, you also got tapes over at tombtreetapes.bandcamp.com. Saw a picture of them. They look really fucking cool. Yeah, no, shout out to Dave and Dave. That was awesome. Thank you guys so much for doing that. Everything they do over Tomb Tree, amazing. Like all the music's really cool. Coolest of dudes, super supportive. Just couldn't ask for anything more. Those guys are great. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, so, what was the last thing you listened to? The last thing I listened to was a band called Lilies. Um, they were like a band. Well, they're, they're still technically a band, I think. They're but the album I listened to came out in like 1994, I think. Uh, it's their second album. Um, Damn, that's so long they, ago. Now that you think about it, like Jesus Christ, it's almost what, like 20 years ago. No, more than that. Like almost 30 years. Jesus Christ, dude. 27 years. Yeah. God, I'm doing no. the math in my head, and I'm really bad at it. Yeah, yeah. 27 years. I'm super into the slow core stuff lately and like all the best of that came out in the nineties. So that, that band was awesome. Um, kind of shoegaze, slow core kind of vibes. Um, XMA, the photon band of that album is called their second album. It's awesome. I love that stuff. So that was the last thing I listened to. Me, the last thing I listened to was Ruby, my dear, which is, I guess, under like breakcore, I guess. Um, there's definitely like jungle influence there and on men breaks and all of that stuff. Um, but the album was it's called Basic, and it's, it's pretty good. So I gotta to ask that. if y'all are into all this like electronic stuff, breakcore things like that. Why don't you have like a synth, like a synth player, or like more of an electronic influence? I guess for me, I want to make my guitar sound like a synth. That's where it's like, okay, like I'm I'm a terrible like piano slash key player. Like I my hands don't work that way, but on a guitar I can do, you know, like way more. So for me it's like kind of part of the fun trying to get the guitar to sound not like a guitar and, and like some kind of weird, crazy eight oh eight synth or just, you know, whatever. So that's part of the fun of it for me. Pretty much the same for me, like bass, like I have I've just been amassing like weird synth pedals lately. 
um, like the Digitech Synthwire. Um, there's like a, there's like this weird PLL pedal by that uh, oh, yeah. Industrial Electric makes, and um, those make some crazy sounds. But I guess like towards the end of like writing this album, like I just started thinking more of like the bass can just be a synth, and you don't have to have a synth player. <laughs> Yeah, if you listen to a lot of the bass tones on this release, it's like, I I freaking love it. It's just, it is, it sounds like a synth, you know, like, it sounds like a synth player, a guitar player, and a drummer. That's really cool. Uh, So what's your album of the year so far? Album of the year. Oh, man. Um, there was a, there's a record label from spain um they do mostly electronic um releases so again we're going back to the electronic stuff they're called analogical force and they do they did a a thing called the unknown series and they press everything to vinyl and so you don't know who the musicians are on it it's like a it's different musicians for each track and um it's awesome it's so good um, and there's rumors, you know, they like, oh, like Richard D. James, a.k.a. Aphex Twin are like square pushers on it. Like, because they don't tell you who made, you know, who's on each track. They just press it and it's always on like cool, like translucent swirl vinyl and stuff. And uh, yeah, you don't know who made it. And it's just really good, though. It's like top notch. That That's probably my album of the year so far. That's such a weird way to do an album. Like you would think they would say who it is to like promote it, right? You would think so, but apparently, like that, like psychology of it, it's like you don't know who it is. Just listen to it, and that's kind of cool. With a, without a name associated to it, I don't know. I think that's really cool. And yeah, that's the, the album is incredible. Mine is um, Mars Volta Landscape Tantrums. I guess it's not really a new album, but it's just like unfinished recordings from uh, Delouse and Comatorium. Um, that was a huge influence for me, like back in high school and stuff. And now they release these like these like uh, these much rawer sounding recordings of that album, and I just I love everything about it. Um, so yeah, that's about all I had to talk about. Unless you had something else. <laughs> no, just thanks for all the love and support out there from everyone it's been really cool from a, a band coming out of nowhere at, you know first release um so thanks for all the support and everything and and that was really cool oh, oh and yeah. i listened to your uh you did an interview with weasel walter from the flying ludenbachers and i, oh, I yeah. absolutely loved that that was oh that was really so Oh, I'm yeah. glad that you, you liked it. I was super, super nervous the whole time. Just the longer that conversation went on, I was just like, God, this guy knows way more than I do. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. I thought you aced it, man. It was good. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Um, so uh, if you're looking for something for some interesting post-math core, you should check out Control, the debut EP from Past Forms. You guys are on Facebook, Bandcamp, Instagram, Twitter, and all streaming platforms. Am um, I missing any kind of social? Oh, I guess no, two tree tapes. You can find the tapes there. Yep. Yeah, we're, we've got all that stuff and every social and streaming and everything. Yeah. Any platform you can think of, we're on there. So. Oh, you on TikTok? 
Oh, you got us. <laughs> I, feel, I feel too old for TikTok, man. I don't know. I go on there. It's like little kids dancing. It's like, I can't do it. Probably not a good place to put your band for a bunch of 30-year-old dudes. So. Dude, you just got to record videos of you dancing to your music, man, and, the, and get all the Zoomers in. <laughs> All right, we're going to get on Colin's phone after this and set that up. <laughs> uh, as for me, you drop my channel, follow so you always know when I go live. You can also sub to get access to interviews before they hit YouTube and streaming services. Of emotes. Uh, you can uh, find me on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. YouTube folks, if you enjoyed the video, please drop a like, tickle the notification bell. Do not forget to subscribe. It's a great way to support me for free. Check out my music with Sound and Inscreation at the Sound and Pre-orders for my new album, Boomers, Zoomers, Desperate Coop are up now. Uh, I'm going to be taking off Halloween. Just don't think that uh, a lot of people are going to be here to check it out. Um, but my next guest is Blind Tiger. You can join us next Wednesday the 3rd at 7 p.m. Central for the live cast. Uh, thanks for being here, guys. Hope you had a good time. Thanks. It was awesome. Thanks, thanks so much for having us. Hell yeah, and thank you guys for watching and listening.